What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to season three of the Good Men Exist podcast. I'm sure you are already subscribed, but I need one more favor from you. If you have enjoyed at least two episodes of the Good Men Exist podcast, would you do me a kind favor and tell a friend, tell a family member about it? I would greatly appreciate it. Tell your uncle, tell your aunt, your brother, your husband, your wife. Tell everybody you know. Why not? It costs you nothing to do so. And on top of that, you would have my deepest gratitude. Now that that is out the way, enjoy today's show. Cause I know my value Even if you don't see I'm worth more than what you're offering me And I won't be defeated I know my value Trust and believe it I got more than what you could give to me So I really don't need it what is going on everyone thank you for tuning in to another episode of the good men exist podcast and you already see today's title so let's dive in it is find the value in your relationship and as usual if you would be so kind as to turn to page 14,422 in your merriams there you'll find the definition for value and there are two definitions that I want to focus on today. The first one being relative worth, utility, or importance. The next one is something such as a principle or quality intrinsically valuable or desirable. And I want to focus on those two today. And the reason why I want to even focus on this topic is because naturally I see a lot of things on social media. And of course, people are going to have their fun, but... Sometimes I see things that I think people really buy into, like dive deeply in to the point where they believe it. And there's a certain aspect of this meme, of this quote, of this saying, whatever it is, this picture, this video that they hold some affinity to because in their head, in their hearts, it means something to them. And so I really want to talk about individual relationships. For those of you who follow me and know me, you already know that Jarrell is not a fan of the whole saying of I want a relationship like or my new favorite couple. Hey, absolutely nothing wrong with inspiration. Nothing wrong with goals. My only caution is you should be the couple like you, the kind of couple you want to be, the kind of a relationship you would like to have. And that's it. But this really gets me when I see memes and things that are like God or whoever, whatever. Send me a man that knows how to send me a woman that knows how to. And the thing is, are there things that we should come into relationships having one trillion percent? And the thing with that is, is not everyone comes into a relationship having the same amount of maturity, experience, understanding, relatability, many of the things that you need for a relationship to be successful. And if you ask me, that is a lot of the reasons of why relationships, marriages, whatever you want to call them, partnerships fail. Is that typically two people enter said relationship, not possessing the qualities, characteristics, and understanding at minimum and maturity that they need to survive a relationship. And that's not even talking about a difficult relationship. We're just talking about a relationship in general. So if you come in with the basics, that's the absolute minimum of what you need to be successful. The next part of this Outside of the four C's. And if you do not know what those four C's are, 
I would encourage you to go all the way back to season one. Grab yourself a cup of tea or coffee, whatever you're into. Turn on the good old Good Minutes is podcast and enjoy for your listening pleasures. But if you have been listening, you already know what the four C's are. And if you're kind of new, you know the fourth C was added just this season in season three. So now you have everything you need. But with that being said, on top of the basics, on top of your four C's, you have to understand what your partner values. So let me give you an example, right? Sometimes, not all the time, I know no one that listens to the Good Men Exist podcast would ever think this way, but sometimes we go into relationships with a blanket coverage mindset. Blanket coverage. And what that means is kind of what it sounds like. If you have a queen size bed and you put sheets on there or you put a comforter on there, you wouldn't put a twin size comforter on your queen mattress. You would more than likely, unless some shit was really wrong, put a queen size sheet or comforter on your queen size mattress. And the reason for that is because it covers the entire mattress. There's not any parts that are left uncovered. You know that it fits. So you put it on and you don't think twice about it. So that's what a blanket coverage mindset is. You just know that it should work. So you put it on and you don't think twice about it. You think, I can cook. Therefore, everything that I have cooked and every man has liked before, the new man will like. Because in general, blanket coverage mindset, I can cook. As a man, maybe you say, I'm great in bed. Every woman that I have ever been with has just thought that I was a god. And with this new woman, she's no different. She too will think that I am awesome in bed as a woman you may say i have all of the wifely traits that men want what man wouldn't want what i can do i cook i clean i'm submissive i want to have children that should be enough as a man you may say i work hard i make decent money i buy her bags i buy her jewelry she keep wanting to talk to me that should be enough no other woman has hounded me about having to have a conversation why isn't the money enough Blanket coverage mindset is the reason it isn't enough. And what that ultimately means is going into any situation in which you think your past should be indicative of your present and or future is actually a failure to understand why you're in that relationship in the first place. There's not any circumstance in which you should go into a situation with the blanket coverage mindset. You have to go in and be willing to look for, acknowledge and remember where the value lies with each person that you're in a committed relationship with. Because what you'll quickly find is the more that you try to do things down the middle, that may not hold their attention. That may not be what they're interested in. That may not be what keeps them around. So it is really important that you find the value in your relationship. And how do you find the value? It starts with your partner, right? What do they deem valuable? And typically this isn't the same as what they like. We could like a lot of things, but the things that we deem valuable are typically what we truly and genuinely desire. So when people say you need to come into relationships truly understanding yourself, this is part of the reason why. Because if you're still hemming and hawing about what you like, what you don't like, what you need, what you don't need, what you may kind of want a piece of, but not entirely, that's confusing. I need you to come in in a solid version of yourself, a solid understanding of yourself. Because then when I ask you questions, when I take mental notes, I can then be able to determine two things. 
one, what you tell me that you value, and then two, what I discover that you value. Some things you will tell me because that's just what you know. Other times we may experience different things. We may try different things that you didn't even know that you valued. And then I take that mental note to say, okay, she or he desires this. This is what they deem valuable. So taking it back to some of my examples, if we say I can cook. Awesome. What are Jarrell's favorite meals? What is Kara's favorite meals? Does she not even like to cook? Does she prefer a man that can cook because that's just not what she does. And as a man, do I prefer to cook? That's what I want to do. That's what I deem as valuable. Taking it to the other example. Every woman that I've been with has thought that I was God in bed. They were saying God, but it wasn't because of the man upstairs. It was all me. I put sit down every time. Mr. No complaints. That's what they call me. Oh no. But now you've come upon a woman who operates a little bit differently and all the things that used to work for you don't quite seem to be cutting it. But when it comes to that, let's cater it. What is she like? What really gets her going? What brings her closer to me? What connects us? Crazy idea, right? The other example, I have so many wifely qualities about me. Who wouldn't want this? As a man, I make so much money. I come home, I buy her what she wants. What more does she want from me? Maybe what you need in those situations is not the money, is not the fact that you can cook or clean. Maybe I need your support. That's what I find valuable. Maybe I need your trust that I can be vulnerable around you and you not judge me for. It. Maybe that peace is what I desire. Being able to fight any and everything out there, but being able to come back and you are my peace. That's what I value. And then once you have discovered what each of you values in your relationship and then you implement that, now you have to find a way to bring that together. Because just because I know you value that and that's what you desire, that's individual. That's about me. So once we discover individually, how do we bring that together collectively? And the best way to do that is to mesh together by doing the things that one another truly finds valuable or interacting with the things that they find valuable and making that a mainstay in your relationship. I gave this example to someone, I think, last week. She really liked hiking. She was in a Facebook group, you know, went hiking two to three times a month. Just really into it, right? Something that she just genuinely enjoyed. And she says to me, you know what I would really love? And I say, what is that? I think it would be a very cool experience if you would come hiking with me sometimes. Now, I could know that I absolutely despise hiking. And I could express to her, hey, just so you know, I can't stand. Like, would rather jump off of a bridge than go hiking. Now, I want you to take 15 seconds. Tell me what should that person do should the woman never ask that man to go hiking or vice versa is you know it could be the guy that likes hiking doesn't matter but should the woman or the man never ask their partner to go hiking should that woman or man go hiking what do you think using this episode as the example a healthy infatuation means and it's in my season one if you want to go listen to it that i have a healthy infatuation with who you are what makes you happy what you need and what i can do for you that's what a healthy infatuation is in a nutshell. It's much deeper than that. But again, if you want to know more about that, it's in season one. So basing it off of that, because I know that part of my healthy infatuation is doing things, incorporating myself in things that makes you happy. I would say, well, you know, I hate hiking, but what if I went twice a year, once a quarter, whatever it is, the joy that he or she that was asking that they would get from 
the fact that they could do something that they really love with the person that they love. Imagine how thankful they would be for that. Imagine how much value they would place on that. It's simple. They're not asking to buy, you know, a 8,000 square foot house with 12 bedrooms and 16 bathrooms. She or he just wants you to go out with them one time or a few times a year. Just go hiking. Because I tell you what, they're always going to remember that you did that. Now, if they ask every weekend, then we have a problem. But it's about the compromise of understanding what they find valuable and finding the middle ground. One, so it appeases them. And two, because it also benefits your relationship. Because if you're not willing to compromise at all in a relationship, even in a friendship, you should just be by yourself. Straight up. Just you. And a good man is this podcast. I appreciate you. But that's how you have to look at relationships. You have to come in with that maturity. You have to come in with that understanding that it is not a blanket coverage mindset. You have to cater how you think. Not that it isn't you, but cater how you think to say, you know what? You're my focus. Let me know how you want it done. I'll let you know how I want it done. And then let's see how we progress from there. As you guys know, I always keep it simple. But to even get to that stage, you have to do work on yourself. And y'all already know that. So let me ask you today's question. When you go into your relationship, do you cater for whoever you're with? Or do you go on with that blanket coverage mindset? Let me know in the DMs. Let me know in the comments. Tweet me. If you are not following me on social media, it is the same on all of them at Jarrell G-M-E. If you enjoyed today's episode, Please feel free to share it with somebody. I would greatly appreciate it. If you haven't rated it on Apple podcast, be sure to give me four or five stars. I would greatly appreciate that as well. As usual, I hope each and every one of you is doing well. And as always, be great people. Cause I know my value.